Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 974. Whatever you own, enjoy and have some fun. If you're in the Porsche world, whether it's a a 2.4T or an RS, whatever, you're in an old Porsche. They're fantastic cars. So, you know, don't aspire to always more and better or have it concourse. If you're out there and you're driving one and enjoying one, perfect. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in all the way from the United Kingdom, Alan Durason. Hey, Alan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yeah, certainly am. All right. Alan Drayson is the owner of Canford Classics in the beautiful rolling hills of Dorset, near the small village of Bear Regis in the United Kingdom. There, he and his team restore and care for classic Porsche automobiles. They've earned an international reputation that has become the benchmark within the classic Porsche fraternity. Alan's love affair with Porsche started in his mom's garage when he was just 17 with a 1967 912 that needed a little bit of love. And over two years, he gave that car that love, and he restored it, and that Porsche hook was set. Today, Canford Classic is known for their painstaking attention to detail and quality in every vehicle they touch. So, Alan, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your business and a very obvious passion for Porsche automobiles? Yeah, most certainly. Well, we have a business now, been running for 10 years. So Camper Classic, I've just got a passion for old classic Porsches. And that's just grown from, as you mentioned, buying a Porsche at a very young age. And since then, restoring, working, maintaining and looking after many, many classic Porsches. Now, we're known more for our early Porsches, but we actually maintain any air-cooled Porsche. But as soon as the 996 starts, that's pretty much where we, we stop. But um, that passion continues to grow. And uh, after 10 years, my love and enthusiasm for these classic cars hasn't diminished one single solitary bit. I'm still a, a child loving and enjoying working on them. So it's a, it's a great fun profession to be in. You've figured out the secret sauce to life. And you're in a beautiful place. You're out in the countryside. And I notice your mailing address is the old hay barn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, we're on a farm. So being on a farm has got a number of benefits. One, we don't have any foot traffic. People aren't passing to come here. They're already booked. But on the same note, if we want to tune an engine on the dyno at two o'clock in the morning, uh, the only people you're going to interrupt is a sheep. So <laughs> being on a farm uh, has, has, truly has its benefits. And uh, it's a lovely surround. Looking out the window now, it's uh, the sun setting, there's sheep in the field, some horses, and then the rolling hills of Dorset. It's a beautiful place to be. Wow. You have figured everything out, my friend. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has meaning for you, and it's a nice way to get yeah. the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Alan, take the wheel. Oh, that's easy, easy. It's every day's a school day, and um, it's so true. My father once told me anyone that's a professional started from knowing nothing. So no one's really an expert. They've just got more experience. And that doesn't change. Every single day, I'm learning something else, trying new techniques. So every day is a school day is a mantra that I certainly live by. You know, I love that mantra. It, it's it's really spectacular. And it's so important in life to realize that 
the power we have is to keep learning. Our minds can never get full. They can just keep absorbing knowledge. So, and you think after 10 years of working on old courses, you kind of have everything figured out. But I would imagine every once in a while, there's a surprise that comes your way. Oh, most certainly. Or oh, you're always learning. And that's why um, people restoring cars, the, the, the best way of restoring is actually starting from the beginning and stripping them. Because the number of things you see of how actually how it was done can only be done from experience. But many things have changed, as I'm sure anyone listening here, whether it's down to finances, technologies, experience, what you can get 3D printed now, what you can get made, what you can get cast. So it isn't stagnant at all. It, it's always changed. And you have to be dynamic. Otherwise, if you're not dynamic, you're actually going backwards. Absolutely. So, yeah, I love that. Great mantra. Well, if you'd share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars, that would be great. I remember at the beginning here, I talked about that 67 912. But is there another pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy? A car? Well, cars have always been in my family. So my my grandfather painted cars. My uncle painted cars. So it's, I've always been surrounded by it. Now, motorbikes probably were the strongest part in our family. And I've landed on more sort of the, the motor car side. But I guess even at a young age, I always was interested in mechanics, whether it was taking apart my BMX or moving on to something, you know, moving you know, faster two wheels. And I was always interested in taking it apart as much as using and driving it. So when that started, probably playing with cars when I was a kid, like, like, a, lot of, like a lot of kids do. No but then, it, you know, at 17, I, I had the poster on the wall that we all probably had. I had the, the girl tennis player scratching her bum and next door <laughs> a 930 Turbo. So that's all, you know, it's probably started from there. And fortunately, when I was 17, I was able to afford to buy a 912, which I imported from the States. And Porsches have been there since. So that's, you know, 30 years, well, my th- yeah, just under 30 years. Consistency. That's one thing I'll yeah. say about you. <laughs> Very nice. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down, Alan. Uh, being an entrepreneur, being in business for yourself is no doubt fraught with ups and downs. So I'd love for you to take us to a point in time when you had a big challenge you had to face or even a big failure that came along. But these things teach us valuable lessons. So tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum in your career, your life, and your business. With regards to what? With regards to just work-wise? Or- yeah, anything, actually. It's your show. You can share anything. Well, well my, one's, my one's slightly different than most. I mean, I started working on cars it, it, when I was young. And at the weekends when a lot of people were going out, I was actually working to earn money to buy a new brake master cylinder or <laughs> taking cars apart. So I'd get home from, you know, from studying and then go in the garage and work on cars. But I, I, mine's slightly unusual because I finished, um, you know, your, your schooling as such or high school as such and then went on to university. And when I finished a degree, I did a master's. And when I finished my master's, I did a PhD. Oh, my gosh. So I stayed studying for, for many years whilst working on cars. Mm-hmm. So that kind of grew for me from there. And a lot of people, including some of my family, said, well, you don't do anything to do with your study. So the sort of mantra, I guess, is included that doing a PhD and studying to, to, you know, to do your doctorate isn't about the topic that you're studying. It, it, I don't think it ever is. It's about enthusiasm, dedication, motivation, determination. It's about all the things that restoring old cars needs. So I progressed down that route. And then once finishing university, I, I, I started a, another company in what I was studying, which was um, geology. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a seabed geomorphologist by, I suppose, academic, academic trade. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I know, I know you, we talk about these eureka moments. 
too busy wearing a suit going to meetings, which actually didn't really make much sense. Um, bear in mind, this is what, 12 years ago. My wife just said, well, you work on cars every night and you work on, you know, you work on Porsches and your Porsches and other people's Porsches all day Saturday. And then when we're resting Sunday, you're still, why don't you do that for a living? And then that was the eureka of, actually, yeah, let's, um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on from there. So what started with me, you know, a, a dollar and myself grew into sort of Camp for Classics, which is now, what, eight people and, you know, <laughs> a lot more than that. But we still don't owe anyone any money. What's ours is ours, and we keep everything in-house. Uh, but that's grown organically, and that's key for a lot of businesses. If you grow organically, you, uh, you don't make mistakes, and you don't, you don't stretch yourself too thin. Absolutely. Well, doctor, I should be calling you Dr. Allen <laughs> yeah. then, for sure. But, uh, you know, what? I've heard this from many guests, is they have a very powerful and supportive spouse or partner in their life, someone who sees maybe beyond what we're seeing when we've got our head down and we're working so hard that, you know what? You've already got a business here and you love what you're doing. Why don't you do that? I mean, it was a brilliant, brilliant comment from your wife, uh, who I know, Dominique, mm-hmm. who works with you. She's been very helpful in getting us together. But uh, I love the fact that that's my takeaway from this is that sometimes you need to realize that your passion can be your vocation. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's humble to have, to have that. There's lots of people I know that are you know that are working whether up in london and doing jobs which almost become what they do on a daily basis without thinking about it right um but here i don't know what day it is i don't it doesn't matter if it's monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday it really really to me it doesn't matter i still wake up and love to go to work and it's a privilege that customers bring me these cars to work on um every single day so it is a privilege and it's not something we take for certainly not something i take for granted at all yeah absolutely so the doctor has prescribed the right (laughs) self-medication to make life very very special And, and is that that's my next question is that aha moment it sounds like you already shared that with us that was a huge revelation i believe that you probably looked back and went wow i can do this Right. Yeah, of course. Well, you you often wonder. I mean, we still do now. I mean, we're booked uh, restoration-wise. We're booked uh, over a year. Wow. You know, there's there's cars. You know, but you always still go. Oh, will you get some work? Will you? Um, but it it it, it grew organically. And fortunately, my wife because we got together very young. So I was I got together with my wife when she was sixteen and I was seventeen. So wow. I was buying the nine twelve. Mm-hmm. And um. She wanted to go out all the time, but I'm still working on the car. So, yeah, that eureka moment certainly came from Dominique. And, um, well, you, you know, I can still remember. I can, you know, it, it must be a eureka moment because I can even remember where we were, where we were, you know, the sort of time of day. And, well, actually, yeah, let's just um, stop wearing a suit and um, carry on working on cars every day. Yeah, have fun every day. Why the heck not? Very nice. Well, how about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've had many. And you've made many people very happy with the restorations you've done. But is there a proudest career moment that stands out you would share? Um, the proudest? Probably probably not. I, I like to say every car we finish, I'm proud of that car. And then I'm looking forward to finishing the next one and making it even better, which I know sometimes customers don't like to hear because the assumption is, well, why is my car not the best? <laughs> right. But my response is that every car you finish has to be you know, has to be better than the last because you've learned along the way. Every right. day's a school day. You've learned different tricks, different, you know, all the business has grown to buy a new piece of equipment or so on. Right. Um, so everyone we finish, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm truly proud of. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. And I've 
gone to your website and seen photographs of cars you've worked on. Absolutely beautiful. I'd love to come visit you on the farm sometime. And yeah, you're more than it. welcome. <laughs> It'd be very fun. We do. We've got a pretty open door policy, to be honest. We get people coming. I get last Saturday. I come in and a chap phone. He wanted to bring his two children down and said, "I'm you know I'm certainly not in the market for one." And I said, "Come on down. You know, half an hour, an hour. Show the kids around." And it was fantastic. Oh, These yeah. two eight-year-old boys whose eyes are like the moon, just looking around. <laughs> so, well, you know, that's my car. Jump in and touch it. Don't you know? You set the hook. You can't touch. (laughs) Yeah. Because otherwise, if the young people don't get involved and start enjoying these cars, it's just going to be the people now getting older and older and enjoying them. But where are the new people coming to come through and enjoy them? So. It, it is important to have that open door policy. So if you're around town, you'd be more than welcome. Well, that would be very cool. Yeah. And I love the fact sharing sharing those old cars with young people to set that hook into them that, hey, this is something kind of cool. I could I could do this in my life as well. Well, you may have answered this next question. I always ask my guests about their first really special car, that first car that they bought that had great meaning for you. Now we've talked about that 912, but is that the one or is there another car? No, no, probably, probably not the, that one. Then not the next one, but one after I bought a, a right-hand drive 2.2 S. So an S is, you know, is rare anyway. Yeah. Right-hand drive is super rare, but back then a lot of people didn't know what they were. They weren't really interested in long noses. Certainly not like they are they are today. So I bought this 2.2S that had been stored up for ages. And, you know, I restored it, but I've got to be honest with the sense of the word restoration. Restoration 25, 30 years ago isn't restoration we do today, mm-hmm. simply because the budget, you know, the budget just isn't there as you know, from what was 30 years ago. But that was a signal orange car, and I finished mm-hmm. that. And I remember I was studying at uni- so undergraduate university, and my daily car to drive to, to uni was this Signal Orange 2.2S. Wow. And it was just well, – 2.2s brilliant anyway because they rev so nicely. And then yeah. Yeah, just a, a, a fantastic engine. And driving to, you know, driving to, 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 to university in that was probably my, fav- my favorite. Oh, and you've got youth on your side as well. You've got those rose-tinted glasses of youth. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a special car. Well, tangerine, one of my favorite colors. And a 2.2, would that be like a 70, 71? Yes, yeah, correct. It was a 70. 70, okay. Yeah, because I know that I had a 72S, which is a 2.4 when they increased mm-hmm. the displacement a little bit. But, uh, oh, yeah, the 2.2s just have marvelous sounding engines. They're just so cool. So, oh, my goodness. Well, that leads me to my next question, and that is seller's remorse. Is there a vehicle you've let go that you really wish you had back? Is it that car? <laughs> Probably that one. Yeah. You know, I look back and what we sold it for was just, you, ca- you can't even buy a rusty shell. Yeah, I know. For, for what I sold it for. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's it would have been nice to have kept a lot of the cars that I've owned along the way. Um, but they've sort of, they've got to be sold. Sometimes they've got to go to someone else to use and enjoy. Yep. And, you know, I've got a few still <laughs> tucked away and there's a couple of cars I still use and enjoy and drive. So they, they've been replaced with other things, you know, yeah. I, I, different journeys. Absolutely. I love that different journeys well share with us what has you really excited and fired up for this new year 2018 now we're into february here but it still feels like a new year because time flies so fast especially when you're driving a porsche what has you fired up and excited about your business oh there's quite there's quite a few this year um we've just had our new paint shop facilities uh put in so our brand new oven and all our new body shops now 
you know, finally fit. And it's lovely to have a nice, a nice new oven. So there, there's our sort of body shop and paint side of work that I'm really fired up about. But also some of the cars that are booked in. We've just finished a 1968 TR, which I'm not don't know if you're familiar with, but that's a factory-built race car. Yes. So everyone knows of the 67R. This is the 68 the year later. Yeah. And it's right-hand drive. So they only made five. Wow. And we're just finishing the restoration of one. So that's... um. That's an incredible car to be in and, and a privilege to be involved in because it's such a rare, you know, such a, and Tangerine again. So it's a beautiful oh. looking car. But also um, this year I bought a, I bought a car last I bought a, a 72S in Japan. So I went to Japan for the day to go and have a look at a car, which sounds a bit crazy to go to Japan for <laughs> the day. Quite a trip for the day. <laughs> I was really, really busy at work. So I went to Japan for a day. And uh, we were looking at a 73 RS and this 72 car came up, but it's been stored since 1987. Wow. And and a Japanese, you know, an original Japanese car. Now, you know, if any, any, uh, any listeners are interested, I can send some, some photos through, but it's so quirky. The Japanese market has items on it. I've never even seen before. Really? Like what? Uh, It's got an original heated front windscreen. Never seen one before. Front windscreen. Wow. Yeah. Did front windscreen. It's got full of the, the speedo in it. It's got a red line around the outside and it goes up to 300K, like in the 73 cars. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a 72 and I've never seen a speedometer like it ever. Wow. Huh. So it's just got really odd things to it. The horns are different. The aerial's different. It's glacier blue, which is a you know a special order color. Yes. Leather seats. Uh, it's got, a, it's got a, a petrol heater in it. So it's a Targa with a petrol heater. Wow. So it's, it's you know, perfect for Japanese, well, similar right. to the UK, I guess, where it's cold, but also it's, it, it can get hot. Yeah. It's, um, it, that's, I'm really looking forward to getting that car, um, that car out. And from, it's done 36,000 miles from new. So it's. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a find. An amazing car. Well, I don't think I'll ever find another one like that. <laughs> wow. Well, so that's got fired up for 2018. No doubt. No doubt. Some really cool things you're working on there. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Alan. If you were a car, and not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself, what kind of car would Alan be and why? I think I'd be a, a 73 RS. Ooh, nice. You know, I know there was, I'd love to. I just love early RSs. But I'd be one of those really understated ones. So I know there was a couple without a whale tail, for example. When I'd be that. Yeah. One of those. Okay. Where it is an RS. It's still a special car, but understated. Just you know, you drive through town and not cause too many, too much drama. <laughs> um, I'm, not a, yeah, oh. I'm not an RSR kind of guy, but as yeah. much as I love them, uh, I do. I am very fond of a, a 73 RS. Yeah, me too. The holy grail of the long hoods oh. for sure. Wow. So nice. Well, shout out to my friend Bill here in the Pacific Northwest. He's got one of those cars. Every time I go to his garage, I just drool all over it. So uh, yeah, they, they, it's just what they represent as well. They're a very, yeah. very, a very, very special car, the 73 hours. Absolutely. Well, and up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners. This is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt, and mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. 
They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Alan, we are back, and we're entering what I call the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, best advice I've ever received? It's probably, like I said earlier, I don't want to reiterate every day's a school day, but my father's advice that you've always got the scope to learn. So even if you know something that someone else doesn't, you know, it doesn't make you an expert. Yes. You've still got stuff to learn. There's always room for improvement. Everything can get better. Wise man, your father. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? Oh, always checking, always going over everything just to ensure every gap, grommet, make sure it's always the correct item, in the correct place and um, ensuring that it is as best as that can be. That's how you strive for perfection. Do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy that you like? Yeah, well, it's, it's, the internet is is now the best resource. I mean, everything take with a pinch of salt. Sometimes uh, we get a lot of customers that are informed, but sometimes misinformed, mm. but that's not to belittle the internet. Uh, and the forums on the internet, they're still brilliant. I mean, most most ones I listen to or you know, uh, listen to and, and look into are the US-based ones, the early S registry. I just think the, mem- yep. the many of the members on there and some of the information I read now, and I think I know a lot, but I still read stuff and think, how on earth do you know that you know <laughs> that is phenomenal and obviously pelican's the same yeah but um for me personally the early s it seems a little bit more of a smaller community uh, but still some of the wealth of knowledge on there is phenomenal well we share something i've been a member of the early s registry for quite some time i think almost 20 years i think for now so fantastic uh, yeah it's a great group of people for sure now if i could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased who would that person be 
Oh, it's got to be Ferdinand, doesn't it? It's mm. got to be Mr. Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's got to, yeah, it just is. There's there are plenty of you know have, have certainly come after us, but the original. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have a, I'd love to have a beer and uh, and a chinwag. Yeah, wouldn't that be a chinwag? Oh, it would be phenomenal. I love fun. your comments over there. They're just awesome. <laughs> now, if I could ask you to share a book with our listeners, uh, talk about always learning, very important. And I always ask my guests if there's a book they've enjoyed <gasps> that they'd like to share automotive wise it's probably not a book the, the things i go back to most are the factory manuals which i, yeah. I guess it's, it's a written publication so it's, it's defined as a book they're brilliant yeah the, the you know so we've got all the pet systems on our computers but i still go back to the original manuals and i've i've been very fortunate i've pretty much got all of them uh and all the color books the original color swatch books I pretty much collected everything now. They're what I go back to the most. Yeah, yeah. Incredible yeah. information. And, and now online, you can go and get all of that online and you can do it through, you can indeed. through Porsche as well and Porsche Classic. So uh, there's really no excuse. Sometimes it takes a little digging to do, but everything is definitely out there. Yeah, the only thing to consider when you're doing it from the pet system is a lot of the time the pet system will supersede part numbers. Ah, yeah, <laughs> so, I've heard that. So sometimes it leads you down a line. So a, a part will work off a 3.2 on a 2-liter. Mm but it's not the f- correct part if you're doing a concourse restoration, but it does the job. Now, the original books obviously don't give you that ability to supersede. So, and sometimes that, uh, it's, a, it's a little benefit to have that information available. Absolutely. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find links to all these great resources Alan has shared on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Alan Drayson, D-R-A-Y-S-O-N, and that page will pop up with all these links, including... How to get to his website. You can check out some of these cars he's worked on and a beautiful website you have as well. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. We are up to the checkered flag, Alan. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet today. Don't worry about the cost because I'm buying. I'm going to drive it through the beautiful countryside there in England and deliver it to you. So uh, (laughs) what's that car going to be and why? Can I have two? No, you can't. I'm sorry. Oh. I, you know, I, I bought over 973 cars now here on Cars Yeah. And if I let you have two, I'm going to get my phone's going to start <laughs> ringing from all these other Cars Yeah alumni. So you can tell me which two and then we'll narrow it down. How's that? Well, it depends. It's got to be, you know, for me, it's got to be, I've got two cars. One's got, it's got to be a Porsche because that's what I do and that's what I love. And it's going to be a 73 RS because, yeah. you know, with, I'm fortunate enough, um, well, I'm fortunate enough to have have one as well it needs restoring but i do have one so so that kind of fills that hole but i do have this little soft spot for a carmen gear low light convertible Ooh, okay so it's, it's out of the box of porsche so many maybe because i've worked on work on them so much but if it's got to be one car it's over and above a 73 rs it's, yeah it's an easy- i think that's my holy grail as well it's interesting you mentioned carmen gear because in high school i had a 67 carmen gear and I couldn't afford a Porsche in high school. So that was my poor man's Porsche, I called it. But I painted it a Porsche color and beefed up the engine and put some Porsche wheels on it, uh, converted it to the five lug wheels with the Porsche hubcaps. And I kind of pretended like it was my Porsche. But <laughs> I've always thought back to those cars. And I have a friend who has a beautiful 67 convertible. And he let me drive it. And it, it kind of killed my passion because it was so slow. Slow. I don't, I don't exactly. remember them being that slow. Mine wasn't. Mine was a 2110cc motor. It was. Oh, a, it was. Move. It had. It had a good motor in it instead of the 1600. But the Carmen gears are beautiful. But yes, the 73 Carrera RS, the holy grail of older Porsches. I think for anyone who loves these cars. So uh, 
Yeah. Now, what color would you like yours to be? Uh, mine's white and green. So, but oh. bearing in mind, it's not restored yet. It's an old, but it's white and green. Very okay. simple. Yeah. No, no options at all on this on my car. No sports seats. Nothing. No sunroof. Windy windows. It is one <laughs> of the one of the RSs in that book. It's got no options at all, and I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait for the day you have that all restored and ready for the road. That'll be a very exciting day for you, no doubt. Uh, All the sheep will be running from the hills as you fire that thing up. (laughs) Well, listen, Alan, you've taken us on a great ride today. I really have enjoyed getting to know you better. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you rip off into the hillsides in that 73 RS Carrera. Yeah, it is whatever you own is enjoy and have some fun. Whether it's, you know, if if you're in the Porsche world, whether it's a a 2.4T or an RS whatever, they're all fantastic. You're in an old Porsche, they're fantastic cars. Yeah. So, you know, don't aspire to always more and better or have it concours. If you're out there and you're driving one and enjoying one, perfect. It's all perfect. that matters. Yeah. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and follow along with your business? Uh, it's probably just to go to the website. I mean, even easy just to Google Camper Classics. And on there is the Instagram account and the Facebook account. The Instagram and Facebook are obviously much more dynamic. So there's a lot more of the, you know, the work that's going in, whether right. the car, what cars are being painted or what engines we're building at that moment. But certainly the website as well. And then anything of any interest, just drop an email. There you go. I'll make sure that I put links to that website on Alan's show notes page. That's Canford, C-A-N-F-O-R-D, Classics. Dot com. You'll find that and a uh, wonderful site. I think you really enjoy going there and seeing all the fun Porsches that Alan works on. And of course, if you're in the countryside of uh, beautiful Dorset, you'll have to stop by and say cheerio. I think that would be very cool. <laughs> well, thank you, Alan, today. <clears throat> Let me do that one again. <clears throat> Alan, thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your many experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks very much. You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253 722 plan or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders or 12 or 16 securities through money concepts capital corp member finra sipic thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at cars yeah drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!